Before we dive into today's episode, I want to tell you about a free three-act worksheet to help you structure your story. Whether you're a plotter or a pantser, a novelist or short fiction writer, this three-act worksheet will help you navigate your material and even begin each new story with a better plan. Download yours at nancypinuccio.com forward slash act. Stop getting stuck in the middle of your draft. Go grab this free worksheet, nancypinuccio.com forward slash act. You have your current competencies. They're not fixed. So can you believe in your capacity to expand and grow and gain self-mastery as you write your story? Because that's what gives you the impulse to grow. That's what gives you confidence. Confidence doesn't come from having done it. Yes, there is great pride and a sense of accomplishment, but you need confidence to get to the finish line. And confidence comes from knowing you'll figure out how to do it. It's saying, I have my own back. I trust myself to figure out how to write this story in a way that readers will connect with and be eager to read. Writer Unleashed is for you, a writer who has a story you want to bring onto the page and into the hearts and minds of readers. I'm Nancy Pinuccio, writer, editor, and writing coach, and each week we'll explore techniques, mindsets, and inspiration for writing stories readers can't put down. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's begin. We all have fears that hold us back from a multitude of things, but certainly the things that matter to us. And writing can be very fear-inducing. So we have many rationalized fear that we use to keep us small or to keep us from writing the story that we really want to tell. So these are compulsive fears, and they can cause us to be self-conscious and dilute the story we're trying to tell, it can stop us from even starting. So maybe you fear visibility and the expectations and judgments that you'll open yourself up to. So how do you get past the fear of rejection? Even if you're nowhere near ready to submit, it can weigh on your mind and prevent you from finishing the story. And the idea that after doing all that work, you might be rejected or ridiculed is stifling. How do you get past that? Maybe you're afraid of putting the book out there. You just keep wanting to do one read through after another, and you struggle to push send and share your work. Because the whole point of writing is to share it with readers, whether that's your fellow writers, an editor, or an agent. So how do you finally take that leap when you're a perfectionist and it's never good enough? Maybe your greatest fear is that you'll let yourself down. In today's episode, we're going to break down four common fears that may be keeping you stuck, and then we're going to replace them with some mindset shifts 
to help you shift your writing from merely a dream to a reality. So here we go. Physical safety aside, there are some common fears that usually cause writers to stop writing, stop them from even pursuing it, or they never stay the distance and finish. So number one, there's the fear of rejection. This is the biggest fear. We fear ridicule and judgment. The thing is, we want to be loved and validated because this is tied to our survival. It's instinct. So there's the fear of failure. We're afraid of having our work criticized or rejected either by our fellow writers or by an agent or publisher. So there's this fear of visibility because we're always straddling our need to have our voice heard and our deep fear of being seen, of being judged, of failing. Ta-Nehisi Coates once said, I always consider the entire writing process about failure. And I think that's the reason why more people don't write. So we tend to catastrophize failure. But failure is just you tried something and it didn't work. That's all it is. You know, toddlers fall down when they're learning to walk and they get right back up. They're not saying, oh gosh, I'll never learn to walk. This is as far as I'm going to go. They smile, they get right back up, they fall again. But here's the thing. When they fall and get back up, they're building muscle and strength. They're building muscle and strength that makes it possible for them to eventually walk. So falling down makes them strong enough to walk. So if we never fell down, we would never have learned to walk. And there really is no such thing as failure. It's just you building muscle and strength. Fear number two is just the fear of struggle. Sometimes writers encounter obstacles in the work and then they stop because it gets hard and then they think, I'm not cut out to be a writer. I don't have what it takes. And writing a story is not easy. Writing a story worth reading is not easy. And the struggle is painful. So you're predicting the future based on your current circumstances, your current stage of development, but you are far greater than your current competencies. So we're afraid of never having what it is we want or attaining what we want and not being satisfied with it. Dan Sullivan talks about the gap and the gain. A lot of us look at where we want to be, the vision of the book we have in our head, and its current version. So we're focusing on the gap between where our story is now and where we want it to be. But a great way to overturn fears is to look at how far we've actually come. So focus on the progress you've made, the gain, because you will always hit those impossible flaws in your work. So don't judge yourself based on the distance between where you are now and where you want to be. That's always going to be a moving target anyway. In fact, the better you become, 
the more dissatisfied you'll be with your work. Because the more competent you become, the more flaws you'll see. Now, the good news is you'll have a better idea of how to navigate those flaws. You'll know what's not working. And you'll have a general idea of what you need to do to fix it. So instead of focusing on how far you have to go, look at the progress you've made and focus on the gain. A third big fear is this fear of wasting time. Because what if, after all this, my story never comes close to the vision in my head? What if, after all this, it never gets published? What if no one likes it? Writing is never a waste of time, first of all. And if this is your first go at writing a novel or even a short story or a memoir, you have to be in it for the long game. But it's never a waste of time. Even if you decide you don't want to write anymore after you've written this book, writing gives us grace. It gives us salvation. It gives us redemption. It gives us deeper self-knowledge, deeper self-acceptance. Those are major gains. And the story you start out with is not the story you will wind up with. It will go through many iterations through revision. So finish it. Even if it never gets published, your second novel will be better for it you'll gain more nutrients from making mistakes. And fear number four, fear of responsibility. This is usually something we're not conscious of, but we all have it because it's easy to make excuses for why we can't see a project through or even start. We have much more power than many of us would like to admit. We are the architect of our own success. Now, we're not necessarily in control over what happens in our lives, but we are in command of our responses. And we're in control of the person we become, so we can guide it, change it, we can make it better. Okay, so how can we turn these fears around and flip the script? Well, number one, you are not a result of your past And your present does not predict your future. You are not your current circumstances or your current capabilities. Now, often you don't allow yourself to take the next step because on the subconscious level, you believe you are not enough. So there's that little voice chattering all the time, telling you that you aren't there yet. You don't have what it takes. You're not going to reach what you aspire to. But you can't shame yourself and move forward. Shame and progress do not coexist. So don't believe that your current circumstances or your current competencies are real or forever. Because we often believe, well, I'm just a result of my current stage of development as a writer. And so far, what I have is not good enough. And then there's this mistaken belief that it comes easy to the writers you admire and read, and that they were great from day one. They were not. And a big trap we fall into is to fixate on who we think we are today. So I have the skills I have. I have the talent I have. 
My teachers told me I was good at this. My parents told me I was this person. So I'm a result of my past. These are my competencies and they're fixed. And so we shame ourselves into thinking that this is the best we'll ever do. We believe what our parents taught us about who we are, or we believe what our beta readers told us what to believe about our ability to write. And this is why so many writers quit, because they have a fixed mindset versus a growth mindset. So you have your current competencies. They're not fixed. So can you believe in your capacity to expand and grow and gain self-mastery as you write your story? Because that's what gives you the impulse to grow. That's what gives you confidence. Confidence doesn't come from having done it. Yes, there is great pride and a sense of accomplishment, but you need confidence to get to the finish line. And confidence comes from knowing you'll figure out how to do it. It's saying, I have my own back. I trust myself to figure out how to write this story in a way that readers will connect with and be eager to read. Now, if you're not excited about your own possibilities to grow as a writer and to step fully into what you aspire to write and own it, then you're trapped in a self-shame cycle. You've convinced yourself you don't have what it takes, and that fear is your brain trying to keep you safe. So don't believe in your internal insecurities. Don't limit yourself. These are all misbeliefs that don't serve you. Now, what if you still doubt that you're capable of writing that story? What if the only way to prove it to yourself is to get affirmation from fellow writers, or to publish. So what do you do if you doubt you're actually capable of doing it? How do you undo that doubt? Well, first of all, it's an unrealistic and ludicrous expectation that you should already know how to write this story. Now, if this is your first book, expect that it's not going to be brilliant right out of the gate. It's going to go through many versions, many iterations. So confidence doesn't come from having done it. Confidence comes from your belief in yourself that you can figure it out. Now that might mean you work with a book coach or you take a workshop to cultivate story writing techniques. It might mean you read with an awareness of how the author made you feel a certain way. And it may mean that you do all of the above. But writers need feedback from trusted readers. So you need to be selective about who you entrust your work to. So don't base your future on your current competencies. You and your story is always a work in progress. And self-doubt will always be there. You will never totally eliminate it. The self-doubt really can just be a catalyst for you to learn what you need to learn to make the story better. The best way to silence self-doubt is to figure out how to do it through time and your energy, through study, through trial and error, through making mistakes. So confidence says, I'll figure this out. So where you are right now is a snapshot. It's not your future. So get over the self-doubt. 
because it's always going to be there. Here's a quote from Robert Hughes that I love. The greater the artist, the greater the doubt. Let me say that again. The greater the artist, the greater the doubt. Perfect confidence is granted to the less talented as a consolation prize. So instead of indulging in your self-doubt, just say, oh, that's my self-doubt. That's my signal to learn. So what am I supposed to learn here? Okay, so now what do you do about perfectionism? Because a lot of us will say, well, I'm just a perfectionist. But perfectionism is really just fear. Perfecting means to perfect, but that means that you do it and then you release it and perfect it through iterations, many iterations. If you stop, you're not a perfectionist, you're just scared. So think of every draft that you do or every scene that you write as an experiment. Nelson Mandela said, I never lose, I'm either winning or learning. And here's the thing, everyone gets better by doing it. Everyone gets better by doing it more. So you want to aim for excellence, not perfection. You want to be able to tinker at it because you love the process. So you are not your current competencies. This is just a snapshot. It's not the whole story of who you are, and it's not your future outcome. And a big trap we fall into is to fixate on who we think we are today. I have the skills I have. I have the talent I have. My teachers told me I was good at this. These are my competencies. They're fixed. Okay, so to get past the fear of rejection or the fear of failure or even the fear of disappointing yourself, remember, number one, where you are now in your artistic development is no indication of how far you can go. It does not indicate your future. It's just a snapshot. So don't buy into this belief that your present skills and competencies are fixed or real or permanent cultivate a growth mindset. Get excited about that. Number two, the more you write, the better you'll become. Your skills will expand to write the story you set out to write. You just need to give yourself time to figure it out. And that may mean you work with a book coach or you sign up for a workshop, but you always want to be building your skills. So be a lifelong learner. Number three, Failure just means you tried something and it didn't work. So if you're crippled by self-doubt, just notice it, but don't indulge in it because you'll never banish self-doubt completely. Think of your self-doubt as a catalyst to learn what your work needs from you. What do you need to do better? Maybe it's how to write a scene. Maybe it's how to write better dialogue or to know when it's better to show rather than tell and vice versa. But don't beat yourself up because your story is not meeting your standards just yet. Be persistent, but be patient with yourself. Get excited about your work's possibilities. So there you have it. Thanks for hanging out with me today. And if you know any writers who need some support in their writing, please share this episode or the Writer Unleashed podcast in general. And if you love what you're listening to, subscribe on your favorite listening platform and please leave me a review. 
Reading how this podcast impacts your writing truly lights me up and helps me create topics for the show. Till next time, keep writing and I'll talk to you soon.